one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning. This is Phil Stargell, and this is the Abolitionist Roundtable of Michigan. And I just want to say this morning, it is a, a, a beautiful day and because I have come to a uh, uh, an epiphany, as you might call it. Okay. Uh, on last year's uh, midterm election, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we were expecting a red wave. And I, I kept saying, well, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to, uh, get our eggs in one basket because this is, you know, the Democrats fight hard. They believe what they, they what they do. And sure enough, what did we see? We didn't see a red wave. We seen a, a, an election that ended up putting us that much closer to losing what America is all about, and that is justice and liberty and all of that. And the things that uh, that made America great have been turned into a clown show by by the Democrats because on purpose. That's what they've done on purpose. They want to make it out as if uh, you know that uh, that these things happen, and there's nobody's fault as long as it can be proven that it is their fault. Like. All of these people coming across the border, it's for a reason, but the Democrats want to tell you, well, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not our fault. Uh, that happened uh, because of the previous election, previous uh, administration. And so what we see is this country going in, in I'm headed for a real fall. And, you know, people have said in the past that the Democrats really wanted to 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 tear down this this uh this system this greatest system ever put on the face of this earth politically and 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 uh and people would say well what would what would they benefit you know how would it benefit them to destroy the the greatest uh symbol of freedom ever ever and the thing is that they, they could not exist like they want to with complete power mm-hmm. if they, we continue America as mm-hmm. a limited because the limited republic, the limited in that is on the government. The Democrats have show you that they want absolutely no limits on the government as long as they can push that power out on their terms, and, and it shows you exactly that. 
uh, with opening up the borders and allowing illegals to come in here and have more uh, privileges and more rights, more rights than the people that live here mm -hmm. and have lived here all their lives. These people walk across the border and, and get uh, open invitation to the to the largesse of the American uh, uh, tax system, and uh, and 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 then when you when it comes to reckoning at the end of the year, we look at it and look at the deficit that we're running. You would think somebody in the Democrat Party would say, hey, you know what, it, you know, we better do something about that. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> they want to spend even more, and do. Mm -hmm. And call you all kind of names, racist, and and uh, you know you want to starve people. Be, you know you want to starve grand grandparents and all of that. I mean, they make Republicans the worst people on the face of this earth, and it is unbelievable how successful they are because of the money that they can uh, come up with. And uh, and one thing is the the idea that the uh, the uh, the Black Lives Matter organization uh, had their hands on $80 billion last year, and nobody knows what they did with it. Well, what they did with it, they bought influence. So what we have to do... Well, what does it do to go to the airport? They're just sleeping. It's probably a high window, bro. Uh, what we have to do as Americans, we have to take as much power back from the Democrat Party and give it back to the give it back to the rightful owners of that, the ones that gave it to the Democrat Party, and, and through our taxes that they extorted from us. This is what we have to do. We have to think in terms of we have to to form a battle plan to take back the rights that the forefathers left us. <laughs> Starting with limiting the power of the government through the legislation that is that is there. And and, and what I mean by that is the Democrats want to take away republicanism and put in democracy. And they have just about got it right to the point where it, it's almost too late. But if we wake up and start doing one thing, and that is uh, all of these ideas that the Democrat Party have are done through financing. And and they've taken your, your right, they're, they're willing to take your right. They've already taken They've already taken your right to work. That's like they're doing in Michigan. They've taken that. And they've already taken your right to freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of assembly. They've taken those. And we need to go on a campaign to take them back. And we have allowed it, Phil. Yes. And before before we go to Joe and Wyandotte, uh, I, I just want to say one thing about power okay this is what the democrats have always been about okay this is what politics is about okay it used to be 
we were told, right, about public service, correct? Yeah. Well, the way it's gone now, it's not public service, it's self-service. Yes. Okay. Look at look at Biden. He's been in politics for, except for the four years he was out of power as vice president, or out of government, not power. Vice president doesn't really have any power. But all that time, he was pursuing, acquiring, uh, exercising, and consolidating power. That's that's the those are the four aims of, of of power. First, to to go after it, to pursue it, then to get then to get it. Okay, that means you got to get elected, right? Exactly. Okay, and then you consolidate that power and then you exercise it for good or evil purposes so that's that's exactly what it is it's this is a power grab this is a power yeah. grab in, in, in lansing uh, you know we saw that uh, you know uh mitch mcconnell uh all, they're they're pleading poverty yet they had yet they were they had winnable races in the last uh senatorial election in alaska of, of, for one arizona what they do he pulled the funding. Yes. Right yes. out, pulled the rug right out from out of these candidates. And what do you got? You've got Lisa Murkowski up there for another six years. They got to be saddled with her. And then you got uh, you got uh, what, what what's her name? Uh, Katie Hobbs. She's yes. the uh, the governor there. Okay. Yes. And the thing is, these were winnable races. Yeah. But they allowed, and the Republicans allowed the Democrats to paint them as racists sexist homophobes fascists and all this sort of thing when they when they themselves are acting fascistically uh i don't know if you heard, heard saw what uh or uh aoc aoc had to say about parents who uh you know who want to uh, know what's going on with what their kids are being taught she called them fascists so all yeah. you folks out there that voted democrat uh just ask yourselves are you fascist because you want to find you, you want to know what's going on with your kid and i wonder about her parents were her parents fascist if they if they dared to even ask what was in the curriculum? Yeah, and, right. And, I know, I know. And, well, and, and, we, and this is where uh, the people have got to be because uh, where this this started at is twenty five thirty years ago. Oh, longer it, than that. Yeah, but yeah. it with this this whole idea of of uh, of, of the individual having rights is is something that the democrats have never agreed with they put you in a group and then and then they uh, as much as they can use you that's the further up on the on the ladder uh of 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 it that they that they get and they it's exactly what they are victim groups phil yeah. Hey, and speaking of victim groups, uh, hey, Joe got up a little early today and uh, <laughs> flying out. How you doing this morning, Joe? Uh, I hear you. I saw you by the uh, by the message board that you have a comment about equity. Yeah, yeah. I uh, went to bed early last night, so I'm actually up this morning. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. But, yeah. Uh, books. All right, all the discussion, you mentioned schools and what's going on there. We want to know what's going on and what they're reading. But instead of classics like Orwell, who I want to use here as an example, they don't want kids to read Orwell. They can't let kids read Orwell 
and learn what is what they are doing following the Orwellian playbook. So they want them reading Colleen Hoover porn, even in grade school. You know, because if Orwell were alive today, I like to say, I, I quote Animal Farm in my book. And I like to say during interviews about my book that if Orwell were alive today in writing a sequel to Animal Farm, the line would be, some animals get more equity, that being special privileges rather than equal opportunity than right. other animals. Well, well that's what, that's what the, the Democrats have always been able to do is is uh, dole out. I mean, what the terms like uh, walking around money on election day come from? Yeah. You know, these, the, the, and this is why we are in debt so far up to our ears that uh, I don't think we can ever do this. And now they're they're looking for a way to further stop any kind of limits on spending with this scheme to take us out out of uh, out of uh, the dollar and put us in Bitcoin. Yeah, or, uh, and, and yeah. Biden wants to uh, have everyone believe he's a deficit hawk. He's cutting uh, the budget by three trillion. Well, this is the same ball that Barack Blunder pulled. You quadruple the spending and the deficit, and then you scale it back just a little bit. You know, the, like in defense, a legitimate spending function of the government to protect us. Cut back on the yeah. Border Patrol. The legitimate function of the federal government be doing, preventing an invasion of our nation. While still increasing all his woke agenda and pretending like he cut something after you know we it's easy to cut three trillion over the next ten years when you quadrupled the deficit the previous two yeah and 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 who is the recipient of that uh that unlimited spending the very people that are trying to cut our throats in China, mm -hmm. they, they are the ones that are, that are running the, the huge deficits. And, and for the, the, the people in this country to continue to finance this deficit spending and stuff like that through the political system, mm -hmm. it, it, it shows you how far away uh, from reality we have gotten in this country. You, how are you going to keep feeding a bulldog and he's 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 eating up everything that that you can get, uh, you know, uh, just by just by his everyday living? That's what China is doing, just by uh, supplying us with with labor, which is it should be they got they they got unlimited labor at almost unlimited prices. Mm -hmm. And well, here we are, you mentioned we China are still because, spending money uh, with them. And they China are, and they are increasing uh, their Navy. Guys, China is increasing their Navy by leaps and bounds. Meanwhile, 
Biden wants to retire more ships, ships oh, yeah. in our Navy that we just spent billions upon billions to retrofit and upgrade. He wants to piss away all that money we previously spent, again, to bow to China's growing power. He is making us weaker and weaker, and with this woke military we're creating, we won't be able to fight our way out of a paper bag. And, 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 and the other thing about it is we have uh, 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 allowed the Democrats to smear all of the, the, the work that Trump did in the Foreign uh, Affairs Department. And, and they, they turn around and tell us <clears throat> and get away with it that, that, that uh, Trump was actually an asset of Putin. And, and Phil? no proof, no nothing, just the accusation. But that mm -hmm. happens. You can do that when you've got a press that's willing to listen to anything that, that is said out of, out of those, uh, those sectors of the Democrat Party. And, and what happens is here we uh, spent all of that money to upgrade our, our military. Mm -hmm. And then China, first chance they get to think that they have an advantage with this hypersonic weapon that we allowed them to get through <laughs> trade with them. And Phil, let's not forget. Look at the look at the alliances that are shifting now in the Middle East. Yes. Okay, uh, China is going in there. Russia is going in there, brokering these these peace agreements uh, with uh, you know with adversarial adversarial nations, especially with Iran. And look at all this. I mean, we had we had under the Abraham Accords, we had yeah. we had a real chance to achieve peace in the Middle East based on largely on, on economics. You know, people getting ahead, getting up out of their meager existence and, and, and having a better life. And uh, look what happened. That's all yeah. gone out the window. And on the southern border, uh, thanks a lot, Joe. We, we got to have to leave it at that. But uh, thanks for, for, uh, for getting up early and, and uh, giving us uh, some great insights there. But before we go to Ed Nipsalanti, uh, I wanted I want the the listeners to realize that that right now at the southern border there are sections upon sections of border fencing that were to have been put up under a second Trump administration, which are laying there at the cost of over thirty thousand dollars a day, and they are they are they are deteriorating in the desert heat yeah. and exposed to the elements. So this is what this is what your president, you Democrats out there in in in, uh, in, in the in the audience, think thinks of of protecting this country, and yeah, these Republicans. We, so, and one more thing, Phil. These these Republicans that are keeping their mouths shut over what's going on with Donald Trump and and, and Stormy Daniels, the whole thing. We're getting into that later. I I, I really want to be able to get into that. If yeah. they think that by keeping their mouths shut and by going along with that, they're going to be safe, no, yeah. Chris. No Ron, no uh, uh, Haley, and whoever's even considering running for president next year, you better stay out. You better stay in line, or we're going to come, come after you. Because if we can come after Trump, we you sure as hell can come after you. Yeah, and, and they are coming after us. That's right. Look, look at uh, the thing that should be done. Citizens of this country should be able, through the Texas National Guard and the and the Texas Reserve should be able to protect the integrity of this border. That's what Reckless they are there for. 
And yet, what did what, and what did Biden do when when uh, when the governor uh, uh, of of Texas said that they were you know they were going to put those those uh, uh, trailer uh, uh, yeah. Uh, out there and and block the border. The same thing with Arizona when they did it. The federal government said that's public, uh, that's federal land, and you got to move it. If you don't, you know we're gonna we're gonna do something to punish you, and, and, uh, and allow these people to continue to come across this border like. Okay, let's let's bring Ed in here from Ypsilanti, the uh, the host of Your American Heritage, coming up later today on uh, Wham 1600. Uh, good morning, Ed. How you doing, my friend? Good morning, Bruce. How are you doing? Uh, hey, look, uh, and Phil, too. I'm sorry. Look, there's so many <laughs> things going on. Actually, I'm, I've got a guy on this afternoon who wrote a book called When China Attacks. And I'm pretty uh -huh. much convinced China has attacked, as I'm sure you feel do, you do, too. He mentioned something sure. called entropic war. I'm reading his book. He mentioned something called entropic warfare, which I confused at first because I was reading, listening to the audio, and I thought, we're talking about, you know, Southeast Asia and the tropics. But, no, it's entropy. In other words, you sow so much confusion into your enemy before you even go into battle that he cannot respond. And, uh, you know, that's, it's Cloward Pivens. You know, you mentioned the border and the people swarming over it and then the federal government blocking states from blocking immigrants swarming into their states. And the federal government doesn't see that as a bug. They see that as a feature. Why? Mm -hmm. To overwhelm our social system, uh, the, the socialist government that we've come to have. With, I mean, you can't go to an emergency room anymore and get seen because there are so many people who are in there getting what should have been urgent care or even, you know, call me in the morning. But, no, they want medical care, so they go to the emergency room. And then our taxpayer dollars are funding that through our, you know, health care system, if that's what you want to call it. And it's, yeah. it's, it's one of many things, everything going on in the classrooms, everything going on. But I, I just want to say one thing about the uniparty. I don't believe there is a uniparty. I think Christina Caramo pointed that out recently when she was uh, uh, speaking to the, to the GOP. She called out individual GOP legislators in the state legislature who are, are not towing the conservative line. She called them out. That gives us hope. Well, yeah. and, you, know, you know, talk about confusion. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the incident in New York where they, uh, they told them, told the, the mayor of New York that they didn't like the facilities and that they were going to, yeah. That's confusion because the mayor had absolutely no good because he's opened up the city to, 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 to these illegals. And guess what they did to him? Told him it, it ain't good enough. We want something better. Oh, sure. <laughs> and that's, now, that's, he didn't know how to deal with that, did he? Well, that's what happens when you give somebody something without expecting any kind of effort in return to uh, to justify they don't that. It. Uh, to justify it. They don't right? value uh, right it. Ed? Yeah. Right, talk to you later. Good show. Okay, right. thanks, Ed. We appreciate that. Uh, we got a couple more minutes here before the break. Um, you know, as I was saying, uh, this uh, this uh, this whole thing with uh, with uh, Trump, and uh, you know, we thought we thought for sure that he was going to be uh, arrested and indicted this week. Uh, it turns out there's some other information that that came to light uh, in front of the grand jury where they they had uh, uh, this gentleman Robert Costello uh, going in there to testify and, and shot down the testimony of Michael Cohen. 
who is a complete liar in this whole the Stormy Daniels uh, non-disclosure agreement thing. Uh, one thing I want folks to remember <clears throat> is that a non-disclosure agreement is not a crime. Okay, non-disclosure agreements are signed every every day, thousands of times every day across the country by by practically the entire spectrum of of, uh, of, of people in this country. And uh, you know, when you go and work for the government and you're in a sensitive position, you have to sign a, a document saying you will not discuss it with anyone. And so it's not a crime, but extortion is. And, and no. listening to the abolitionists roundtable with your hosts phil stargill and bruce flurry they're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty join the conversation at 734-822-1600 and we're back and uh, i want to <clears throat> i want to take us back through the uh the topic that we were on before the break because this is important because we need to to understand the, the the workings of the power machine that uh, that we've been hit with mm-hmm. the, the the machine I say is the alliance between the press and the Democrat Party and the very people that the Democrats always accuse of, of the uh, the Republicans of being in their back pocket. Mm-hmm. The, the the rich the the corporations yeah these people uh, too many of them have formed an allegiance with the Democrat Party and uh, and 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 they uh, they have forgotten about national security mm-hmm. for us to be dealing with China at, at this level and have corporations and states like Michigan talking about bringing China <laughs> over here. To to, uh, to to make chips and make other things, it's, it's just absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And what we need to be doing is trying to figure out a way to put that genie back in the bottle of, of China and Iran and to a certain extent uh, Russia, because we've always tried to hold a cork in the bottle on Russia. Yeah. But we, we did not do anything with uh, China and Iran, especially under the uh, Obama administration, and then now with uh, with Joe Biden in there. We and did you see, and, and did you see Phil a couple what, uh, coming out of North Korea? Supposedly, the uh, the government announced that there is a uh, there is a a, a nuclear powered uh, underwater undersea drone. Which can cause a, uh, a radioactive tidal wave, which will wipe out uh, ports, mm-hmm. naval bases, uh, all the ships at sea, you know that type of thing. And it, yeah, okay. And I, I don't myself, I don't believe it. But this just gives you some insight into what these people think they can get away with in Pyongyang. Exactly, because in, they think they have the advantage. 
in in Tehran, in uh, and even in, uh, even hell, even Venezuela, even uh, the, you know, Caracas, where the the dictator down there, and incidentally, the Chinese are all over. They're infesting the they're infesting the continent of South Africa or South America, in case uh, people haven't noticed. They control both sides of the Panama Canal because of the 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 the, the, the treasonous short sightedness of the Carter administration in allowing in allowing the uh, the uh, the Chinese to have a uh, you know to have a, a a foothold on that through the Panamanian government under Manuel Noriega, by the way. Yeah. But uh, and, and that and that just shows you this that they're laughing at us. Okay, we just mentioned the uh, the Abraham Accords have been thrown out the window in the Middle East. Okay, China and and Russia now have have come to an agreement where they will no longer purchase goods uh, with uh, with the dollar. It's going to go and Chinese Chinese currency, and if you think that's 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 a, that's a one-off, folks, you're sadly mistaken, because there's already talking about in Europe. Look at what China's influence in Europe. Um, they're courting or court, not 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 their courting, but Zelensky is courting China. China's saying, yeah, well, you can come come in and help us rebuild. Well, there's a price. These are not altruistic people. Don't don't these don't these people in in, in Western Europe. Or Eastern Europe see what's going on with China, with China. Every time they go into some place and they offer aid and assistance, they they don't they don't do it out of the goodness of their dumb old hearts. No. They do it for a price, and the price is so expensive that a lot of these countries cannot afford it. So what happens? It's like it's like when you can't pay the mortgage on your house, the bank forecloses. China comes in, they start controlling things. That is Belt and Road, folks. One Belt, yeah. one Road. Yep. And, and they've already shown you what they yeah. uh, what their intents are yeah. through their dealings in Africa. Oh, sure. I mean, the, the things that they get away with there is, I mean, it's it's, it's unbelievable. Exactly. But uh, hey, can we uh, let's uh, let's uh, kind of pivot here to this uh, this this whole circus now, the chaos with uh, with uh, Donald Trump and and the uh, and the New York uh, DA and all this type of thing over this whole this whole. Uh, hush money payout to one Stormy Daniels that was allegedly supposedly made back in uh, you know back in the early part of the uh, the century uh, between uh, by Donald Trump because he supposedly had a uh, had a uh, an affair. Uh, well, <laughs> it turns out in uh, in 2018, Stormy Daniels issued a statement saying the fact of the matter is to each party to this alleged affair denied its existence. In 2006, 2011, 2016, 2017, and now again in 2018. I am not denying this affair because I was paid hush money, as has been reported in overseas-owned tabloids. I am denying it because it never happened. Well, voila, guess what happened? Now she's saying it did happen. So was she, was she, was she lying then, or is she lying now? And, and Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen said that uh, Trump reimbursed him, the Trump organization reimbursed him for a $130,000 payment. Well, this is a, also from 2018. This is a letter to the, uh, federal, from the, to the Federal Election Commission, which has jurisdiction over these things, by the way. <clears throat> and it's, quote, writing on behalf of my client, Michael Cohen, this is his, his lawyer, uh, Stephen Ryan, by the way, folks. And you can look this up online. Um, uh, I got this off the uh, the CF uh, uh, website, I believe, or Yahoo News. But anyway, 
in response to the letter dated January 30th, 2018. Specifically, the letter responds to the complaint, which was filed with the Federal Election Commission by Common Cause and Paul Ryan. Now, this is where it gets interesting, Phil. Uh, in a private transaction in 2016 before the U.S. presidential election, Mr. Cohen used his own personal funds to facilitate a payment of $130,000 to Miss Stephanie Clifford, stage name Stormy Daniels. Neither the Trump organization nor the Trump campaign was a party to the transaction with Mr. With Mr. Clifford and neither reimbursed Mr. Cohen for the payment directly or indirectly. Okay, final paragraph. Contrary to the allegations in the complaint, which are entirely speculative, neither Mr. Cohen nor Essential Coalitions, L, consult, Essential Consultants, rather, LLC, made any in-kind contributions to Donald Trump for president, incorporated, or any other presidential campaign committee. Mr. Cohen has not been a, has not been a government employee during any of the relevant time period. The payment in question does not, I repeat, does not constitute a campaign contribution or expenditure, and therefore the FEC lacks jurisdiction over this matter. The complainants have not and cannot present any evidence to the contrary. Accordingly, the complaint should be dismissed. Now, is this is this is this what uh, what uh, Robert uh, Costello was pointing out that Michael Cohen lied? We got him for three years in jail. Is that what he was uh, was he was uh, uh, pointing out to Sean Hannity the other night on that interview? You know, I. I would say probably yeah, because uh -huh. of the fact that that uh, uh, you know there there are some some judges in in this country that uh, that that will stick to what uh, what what is what is right and what is wrong. Yeah. But so so many times uh, these people shop judges, they shop courts, and everything else. Yeah. And uh, and get the results that they want instead of the, the you know the truth and yeah. uh, and it and it happens and 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 they get away with it because there is a very very biased press in this country. Well, Phil, okay, uh, now when you were in the military, okay, and let's go, let's let's talk about non-disclosure agreements for a moment here. Uh, were you ever in a situation where you had to sign a document? Saying that you would not discuss a sensitive matter once you, you know, once you left the service. Oh, I'm sure I did. I was, <laughs> was that a crime? Because apparently Alvin Bragg seems to think that a non-disclosure agreement is a crime. It is not. But extortion, as I mentioned before, is a crime, and it sure, to me, it sure as hell looks to me like that's what they were trying to do to Trump. The payment wasn't enough, right? Remember that the payment wasn't enough. So yeah. she, I think she broke the NDA and sued uh, for uh, uh, four hundred twenty thousand dollars, which not only did she not get, she had to pay three hundred thousand dollars in court costs and yeah. fines to to the Trump organization yeah. through her lawyer Michael Avenatti, who, by the way, t uh, t texted from prison. And I didn't know you could text from prison if you were. <laughs> But anyways, he got his hands on his cell phone, sent out a long text, and Sean Hannity was talking about it last night. And he said, you know, you uh, that basically what, what Alvin Bragg is doing is is committing a suicide on on this uh, on, on this this hill that he's gonna die on. 
Well, it, 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 and I thought that was that was quite surprising coming from him, the creepy porn lawyer. Uh, but uh, look look at uh, how they have had uh, people incommunicate incommunicado for, yeah. uh, for a long time on this January the sixth nonsense. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. So so evidently you could you could uh, uh, shop prisons too. You know, <laughs> sure. I guess. I guess but again, you know, I was listening to Sebastian Gorka the other day when he went to work for the Trump administration. He was required to sign a non-disclosure agreement if he agreed to come to work for them, which he did. Yeah. As a, as a uh, as a uh, I forget what his title was, national security advisor. No, I think it was a national security advisor. Security advisor, but he actually did did provide uh, analysis and, and papers on. Uh, you know, on strategy, uh, you know, international relations. But he was saying on his program the other day that he uh, he signed an NDA. These yeah. things take these things are are pretty much that standard operating procedure in the business world and in politics. But it, it, it politics, uh, the Democrats have figured out a way to 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 wrangle around every mm. uh, every law that was put there. Again, let's look at this this latest. Mm -hmm. um, the um, the, uh, um, the 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 um, uh, what do you call it? When um, Trump was supposed to have uh, uh, oh man, I I got it I got it confused. This is this is this uh, is um, the effect of so much politicking mm. and so much denial of politicking. Mm. But the part with uh, uh, the attorney client. Yeah, church, right. This is the thing. Now, the, the court hauled some of Trump's people in there and told them that they had to, uh, uh, to uh, forego the attorney client uh, 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 privilege and testify. Mm -hmm. I mean, now to me, that is uh, the uh, proof that there is a two tier system. Oh, sure. Who has ever heard of a lawyer having to disclose stuff that was privacy between, especially with a president? Right. And 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 look at this letter uh, that was uh, that surfaced uh, from from the, the lawyer for Cohen. Uh, this uh, this was this was supposed to be kept under wraps, but it, it made it into, into discovery, which threw the whole the whole uh, uh, the whole meme, the whole scenario into uh, a narrative into uh, into disarray. And this is why this is why we have not seen Trump even uh, 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 arrested, uh, pro prosecuted, any of this stuff, indicted, whatever. Mark Frog marched down in front of the cameras like like uh, like well, Rachel Maddow would love to see, or uh, or, uh, or or Morning Schmo and Bleach Bag wife of his, uh, you know Mika. Um, well, you, you know, know, I heard a I heard a montage uh, yeah. the other day. Of oh yeah, <laughs> all of these people talking about Trump sees the walls closing in on him. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, look, look at the, well, the Washington Post, wasn't it? Uh, uh, on uh, Donald Donald Trump's words and uh, and the inauguration had not uh, yet faded into the air when they came out with the uh, 
the the the, the, move, the movement to impeach Trump begins today. This is yeah. January twentieth, yeah. twenty seventeen. They wanted and, the guy. They wanted the guy locked up before he even became president. And this oh, is what man. this is what makes me uh, angry mm -hmm. because uh, all of this stuff always happens to the the, the to the benefit mm -hmm. of the Democrat Party. Yeah. There's no doubt there is a two-tiered system mm -hmm. of how they treat, and yeah. you can go all the way back yeah. to 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 Al Gore and, and and George Bush of how you know they people that, but you can go even further than that. You can go back to Ronald Reagan and and uh, and, and the people that he faced. Oh yeah, and, there and, have always been a bias between. The uh, uh, the politicians. Now, what I'm saying is that the Republicans say things like, "Well, you know, we both have to appear before the press, and 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 so you know, we uh, we we know we just have to make make a better effort." Well, the yeah. I have never heard a Democrat say anything near that. As an excuse for, hey, how about you guys did a crappy job? Okay, you did a crappy job of messing. You did a crappy job of 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 of, of framing your message so it's it's going to help people instead of you know uh, turning them into in, in, uh, more and more of them into victims like the Democrats are saying. Uh, we're uh, running just a little bit late on the Edwards Notebook. Uh, Derek, can you uh, take it away for us, please? And now the American nightmare: Do we continue to choose it or change it? Hello, I'm. Ron Edwards, on today's page from the Edwards Notebook, brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee. During the nifty 50s, Detroit was the wealthiest city on earth. General Motors was the world's largest corporation. Life was very good. Of course, there were certain racially inspired wrongdoings, but rather than fighting for and building upon the many good aspects of America, including economic opportunities, black Detroiters were conned into helping white leftist Democrats steer the city away from economic prosperity and happily supported black socialist politicians who helped leftist white Democrats tax and regulate Detroit into economic ruin. Many Detroiters and Michiganders have proudly said, as Detroit goes, so goes the nation. I hate to admit it, but those loud and proud Michiganders were correct. Just like Detroit, the U.S. has taxed, regulated, and negotiated away the manufacturing base and could soon, just like Detroit, be dominated by blighted vistas and greatly reduced economic opportunities. To add insult to injury, like great numbers of Detroiters, vast numbers of Americans could soon be existing in a tyrannical American nightmare. The question is, will Americans continue to choose the nightmare or change it? Join me live weekdays to find out where. Go to theronedwards.com. I'm Ron Edwards. See ya. Boy, he, I'll tell you what. He can uh, he can uh, glom onto an issue and boil it down to its essence, which is a very, very rare talent these days. Um, you know, that's almost like a lost art, Phil. You know, yes. people have to, to bloviate and elaborate to the point where you know what can be said in in uh, more powerfully in in a few words. You know, just it, it gets lost. The message gets lost on on people. You know, if you was it, uh, I believe uh, Shakespeare wrote, "Brevity is the soul of wit." Yes. Well, you know, and uh, Ron Edwards is a he continues to to prove that uh, the truth of that validity of that rather that that uh, that saying. 
Um, and, and he puts his finger right, right on the, the yeah, problem sure does. That, and, that, that we have every week. He's right dead on it. And, 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 you know, one other thing that happened this week was the, uh, uh, and I'm going to go real quick here because we don't have a lot of time left, but maybe we can kind of uh, drill down on this a little bit more next week. The UN released its annual climate change or climate report. And guess what, folks? It's still your fault. Mankind is skating on thin ice. The, the head of the United Nations Secretary General, the Secretary General says, mankind is skating on thin ice, and that ice is rapidly melting. This is all over. Entire nations are destroying their economies in order to, 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 to meet an arbitrarily determined standard of what the, the ideal temperature for the entire yeah. planet is. And guess what it is, folks? 2.7 well, degrees Celsius. That's what they want. That's they they want to make sure that we're that we don't exceed that. So now they're pushing for 1.5. Well, look at the Earth's history. How long have we been around? We've been around as a species about maybe 500,000 years. How in the world? Lose a little common sense here. How in the world, folks, are we going to screw up something so bad that's been around for four and a half billion years? <laughs> As to suddenly make the world uninhabitable. Think yeah. about it. In the 1960s, those of you who are old enough to remember, remember we were all going to starve to death. You know, Paul Ehrlich, the population bomb, right? Yeah. Then in the 1970s, uh, it was uh, global warming. Then in the 1980s, a new ice age was going to bury us, you know, under a mile-thick sheet of ice and all the snow and all yeah. this stuff. And this stuff keeps going back and forth and back and forth. This is all by design, Phil. They call it climate change now. Yeah, okay. yeah. It it uh, it it shows you that that they prep a generation of children mm -hmm. to get oh yeah acclimated to that kind of thing, and then they come yeah. in and hit you with this kind of nonsense. I know, I you know. know. But well, but they've indoctrinated our kids, and that's where we need to be starting tomorrow. Yeah, to 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 to, to weed these people out of our education system. Well, you know what they say that the one the what the, the the big the big remedy, the big cure lies in diversity, inclusion, social justice, and something called indigenous knowledge. Now what? Could somebody explain to me what indigenous knowledge means? Does that mean denying people uh, electricity and uh, natural gas and that type of thing so they can continue to heat their homes and, and, uh, and, and, and cook their food over dried cow dung, which adds even more pollution to the air? Yeah, I mean, yeah. what, they want to take us, forget about progressive, they want to take us back, okay, yeah. back to the horse and buggy days. You know, no more cars, right? Unless they're electric. Well, guess and, what and we get got roadblocks to keep us from from progressing beyond that nonsense. I know. We've got the people that are running our institutions, that are running our places of work, that yeah. are steeped in this ideology. That's right. And That's they right. are holding the, the, the individual back and making these uh, join this collective cabal. Mm -hmm.
Well, folks, you hear the music. Yep. Well, we'll have more on this next week, uh, folks. In the meantime, remember that we are a listener-supported broadcast, and uh, so please uh, send your donations to Art of Michigan, P.O. Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48235. Everybody, thanks for calling. It was great talking to you, as always, and uh, I'll be talking to you next week. Well, and educate yourself on some of these issues so you know exactly what is being done affecting you. Thanks. See you next week, The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.